welcome to the fourth episode of Chimera Diaries. Thank you for staying with me this long. I know how much of a mess I am and this podcast is. First, on this agenda, just let me fangirl on our topic a little bit. Well, our recent topic. Okay, so Enola Holmes. We all know Sherlock Holmes. We know his story. We know the characters in his story. We've read about him. We've watched him. We've heard about him. Sherlock Holmes is a classic. His is the story that aged like fine wine and influenced so many media. Ian McKellen even starred as an old and retired Sherlock Holmes in his movie Mr. Holmes. Written in England and first published in 1887 by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, it's taken the world by storm since then. Although Sir Doyle actually hated this series at the time, how irony starts. So we all know about this guy. We even know his brother, Mycroft. And now we're meeting his sister, Enola Holmes. I actually first saw the movie when I was just browsing the Netflix maybe almost a month ago now. Well, yeah, I was just browsing at the top movies and then I saw I I saw Enola Holmes out and I immediately clicked it because there was the name Holmes and my first thought was Sherlock Holmes the new teenage detective of the 19th century Nola Holmes is now a movie on Netflix like I said although she isn't actually part of the original Doyle series but is instead the protagonist of the young adult series Enola Holmes Mysteries written by Nancy Springer and published from 2006 to 2010. Some Netflix shows have been a hit and miss but Enola Holmes I think is a success. But we'll get to that after a short break. Enola Holmes is played by Millie Bobby Brown, whom, when I first saw, I immediately thought of Eleven in Stranger Things, and with her at the forefront of the movie, it feels like the perfect coming-of-age story. Witty, snarky, rebellious, and a force of nature herself, Enola took the center stage this time. I haven't read the book, but I really love the movie. It's a perfect adventure and growing-up story. She's not a Sherlock Holmes, but Enola Holmes is certainly a smart. Warning for spoilers to anyone who hasn't watched it yet. So what's so great about the movie, you might ask? It's not just Millie or Henry Cavill or Helena Bonham Carter or Sam Claffin that makes it great. That's just a bonus. It's how the story is structured and the underlying themes. Enola is a typical teenage girl with typical hobbies and likes and dislikes. Wrong. She would have been typical if she didn't live in 19th century England, the famous Victorian era where gender, sexuality, and rights were much more double standard than they are today. 
sounds like a headache, it certainly is for Enola. The story begins for Enola when her mother Eudoria, played by Helena Bonham Carter, left their townhouse where she grew up in just as she hit 16 years old. Cue the appearance of her estranged brothers. Dum 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 dum. You guessed it, Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes, played by Cavill and Claffin respectively. On that note, I really was surprised by Henry Cavill playing Sherlock Holmes. I felt like I was watching Superman and yet also not. I'm so conflicted but it's not a bad thing I think. Claffin and Cavill did great for me portraying the unseen sides of Sherlock and Mycroft more than ever. Anyone who has read the Sherlock Holmes series know that what a character growth the detective has gone through along with Watson. This movie displays a side that I think we have not seen just yet. Mycroft and Sherlock play vital roles in Enola's growth as the movie is seen through her side of things with some scenes from the Holmes brothers and a stray Lestrade. We see their bonds to each other and how non-existent it is too. Enola is stubborn. When her mother disappears, she expects the help of her brothers to find Eudoria. But this era is not kind to women, especially to young girls. Like I said, double standards. Les writes, it's not a high time. Lo and behold, Mycroft wants Enola enrolled to a girls' school to be educated, to be the educated young lady she has to be. On one hand, Mycroft, no, she's perfectly educated. On another hand, it's a little understandable. Mycroft is an older brother and it plays that he's also the man of the house. Although there's this one line that I really wanted to punch him for, which was, we need to break her and build her up. It's, I don't know why I wanted to punch him at that line. I just really wanted to. He was being a condescending, in short. So long story short, she escapes with great sass and a plumb to London. Hidoria has left her crumbs to follow. I love this part because there are a lot of symbolism and imagery involved. Most importantly, we see how Enola's mind works. How she pieces clues and facts and how she gets to the conclusions. All this coupled with the mind of a teenager and everything gets sassier by the minute. The movie has a lot of feminist themes with Enola slowly piecing the reason of her mother's disappearance and whereabouts. And it is also tied in the mystery of Viscount Tewksbury, played by Louise Patridge, whom she met while escaping the Holmes villa. Tewksbury and Enola are the focal point of this story young and finding their places in this world and trying to make their own marks. They are the focal point, not their predecessors, precisely because they are young. Not Sherlock or Mycroft or Tewksbury's older family members. No, it's them because they're literally 
ushering the new era in Tewksbury's case. Their new minds. Also, I stand the way Sherlock was rendered speechless by Enola and his mother's friend. Like I said, a lot of feminist and political themes. There's this line that Enola's mother says. There are two paths you can take, Enola. Yours or the one others choose for you. There are grounds being laid for rebellions, political reforms, and new mysteries. It's amazing how it all goes together. Also, there's this line that Sherlock uses on Enola that she basically sasses him with near the end, which is, you're being emotional. It's understandable but unnecessary it's typical uh, something Sherlock Holmes will I think really say so before we go to more into it let's take another break So the Victorian era is the perfect setting for the story because there are changes in this era that chimes with the narrative of Enola Holmes. I'm not sure about the original book but the movie sure does make use of it. This era allows the two teenagers to shine for me I think but feel free to disagree. I think the storytelling and narrative is smooth and easy to follow. Especially with Enola talking to us, the intro was interesting. It gives us vital points of our protagonist's childhood that doesn't reveal everything about her or her family. I like it, especially that she does this while biking to the train station to meet her brothers. I also think that Eudoria Holmes is a brilliant character. She's not perfect, but she's very quirky and interesting. Half of the film revolves around her disappearance and what Enola does to find her. Enola's name, spelled backwards, means alone due to her mother's lacking of word games. Alone. The word is also prevalent in this movie and important to its narrative. Enola grew up with only her mother as a main companion and that is lonely once that kind of constant presence disappears. Enola's journey certainly started with her trying to get back that familiarity to combat her loneliness and rapid change in her life. She definitely believes that she could do it all on her own since the Sherlock and Mycroft has let her down basically by ignoring what she wants what she suggests and that they won't really help her find Eudoria that immediately ties into our second mystery 
the young Lord Viscount Tewkesbury, who is also in the process of running away from his home, for similar but also different reasons. Their paths and cross, and it's the perfect romance, but it doesn't really go into that territory. The encounter is funny and exciting and the second mystery for Enola Holmes to unravel, but not in the way most people think. And it's in the second mystery that Enola grows and makes a choice that sets her into another path, one where she isn't as guided but definitely willing to undertake. This one involving the potential murder case of Tewkesbury and its connection to the political happenings in London and, in the end, to Eudoria herself. It's clear to see that these main cast are very independent and also lonely, especially in Lola and yes, even Eudoria. All of them have lonely paths, but as the story progresses along with Enola, we come to the conclusion that we may be alone in these choices or paths but we need not to be bereft of companionship. Case in point, Sherlock and Watson. Watson who I'm hoping to see next time. The movie ties everything together splendidly, though there are some things that you want to question or left hanging about. So here's hoping for a sequel because they sure have said it that there could be a sequel. See you all in the next episode. Bye!